Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. Um, I had a fantastic honeymoon. Um, my wedding went as well as it possibly could have, and I'm here talking hoops with you again. So I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. The the wedding went by, dude. Like that was that was a great weekend. Everything went well. I'm I'm very happy for you guys. So we both we're both married now. Look at this. That's weird. yeah. We have, we have very similar rings. We do. We we're not married that. to each other. It's not like that, but. Um, <laughs> uh yeah everything was great man i'm uh, you know i'm happy you guys got to go to disney um that's really really awesome and i'm glad to have you back man it's just uh, i know it's a bummer to come back from disney world and your honeymoon and back to your job but hoops man hoops, hoops. yeah in a lot of, of drama today drama in what is going down is probably one of my least favorite nba seasons of all time i cannot wait for it to be over and that's really sad coming from guys that that do a NBA podcast pretty much every week uh, for for five years. So this is uh, this is really coming off as kind of a, a weird year, even a year off the after the bubble. So um, so any any good news in the NBA today, Tim? Um, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Should we just should we start with the Celtic drama? Should we start Let's, with the I think I think I think we're even though we don't have contracts, I think we're obligated to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that they're just as happy that we're talking about them. Absolutely they are. We'll do yeah. it. So um yeah, it comes out today that at first it's that Danny Ainge is considering stepping down. And then now like a couple minutes later, it's like he is stepping down. And they're now saying that Brad Stevens is being promoted to president of basketball operations for the Celtics and a coaching search is imminent. Um, so, so much to unpack there. I know. So, yeah, you know, I think like we've been making fun of Danny Ainge now for God knows how long. Um, it seems like every move he's possibly made since basically the Jason Tatum trade and the Kyrie Irving trades have somehow backfired on him. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot that's come out about Ainge just in the last couple weeks, uh, especially through Twitter. Um, quite a few, quite a few things that, um, aren't super flattering portrayals of him or how he thinks of players or, you know, political leanings and, and all sorts of speculation, which, uh, I think has, uh, I think this has kind of led to this decision, um, for him to finally step down now. Um, has Danny Ainge been a successful GM in his history with the Boston Celtics? Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. I'm not going to take, there's people that are trying to take that away from him. He's, he's been very successful. He got one championship. He made the Celtics a relevant team again. And cause I mean, when we were growing up, they were not relevant at all. Right. The, the days of Dino Raja are not days that I look back <laughs> on the D Brown Dino days are just not something I look back fondly on. So, um, this is, first of all, let's go back to the Woj thing. Woj 
doing the one minute speculation always and then confirming the speculation with a tweet like a couple minutes later which is yes. just classic Woj um saying that he's he's thinking about stepping down and now it's saying he's expected to step down he's stepping down um and Brad Stevens is taking over as VP of basketball operations so the president of operations so I thought that Brad Stevens was one of those guys who was going to coach until he was 90. Yeah, I did too. And I, I think he will coach again. I don't think that's off the table or anything like that, but there were like the, uh, the Steve Kerr route where he was a GM and then he was a coach. And well, Steve Kerr is one of those guys who can do anything he wants because everybody loves him. (laughs) So it doesn't matter what he does. He's, and he's also successful at everything he does. Every single thing he does. He's one of those guys, player, coach, GM and commentator. I miss him on the mics tremendously. I did too. I I loved him on the mics. He was great. He was even in some of the NBA live games back in the day. But um, anyways, going back to 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 Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens taking over uh for him and them having a coach search. This just seems so forced and so crazy. Um something completely out of left field. Um, where do the Celtics go in a in a coaching search? How do you replace Brad Brad Stevens, who's widely considered to be one of the better coaches in basketball yeah I think that's really interesting um you know obviously the first names we see were like just terrible uh the first one of people were like well Jason Kidd and it's like uh I don't think so and then it was like Brett Brown that's like a little better but you know yeah still not exactly I Lloyd Lloyd Pierce too Lloyd Pierce um he was in there there's not, I'll be honest with you. Sam like, Cassell came up a couple times. Chauncey I, Billups came up. I will say this. There were a lot of really sexy coach searches in the late to, the late 2000s, early 2010s. And there is no such thing right now as a sexy coach search, right? There now. is not. There is not like a coach that you're like, this guy's going to come in and he's going to change the world. Like we don't have that right now. Like there's just been... I mean, Steve Kerr is a great coach, but you know, I, you know, let's just say he left and he went to the Celtics. I I don't, I don't know what he does differently than, you know, right. Well, maybe just shoot more threes, you know, but I I just don't think there's like a sexy candidate out there for the Celtics. And I feel like the sexiest candidate is the one taking the, (laughs) the next role, (laughs) taking Danny Ainge's role. So I, I, it's a little bit shocking to me. And I, I wonder just how much of the pressures of, of being a coach over the last couple of years and some couple of really disappointing seasons because the Celtics are, they're out of it basically. Um, I, I don't know where they go from here because a couple of years ago we were talking NBA championship with a lot of their current players. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, was it last year we predicted them to go to the NBA finals or maybe it was the year before? Two years ago, yeah. We said it was the Celtics Warriors finals and then all the Kyrie Irving drama started and it was not that at all. It was the polar opposite. And that's and that's another thing. That's another thing we can kind of talk about here is, you know, we the Kyrie Irving is obviously botched, botched, but also how many big time players have passed up the Boston Celtics over the last couple of years? Yeah, their biggest free agent signing in a while is probably Kemba. And I read today that he has negative trade value, according to a couple executives. Yeah. Yeah. 
I and I believe that and I believe that um I feel like the biggest swing and miss though was for Anthony Davis a couple of years ago that was like their big end all plan they had I think like maybe like a three or four year plan to to wait out Anthony Davis and they got to the point and I think they could have had him if, had they given away Tatum um which I don't think would have been a good move because I don't think Anthony Davis would have stayed more than a season. Yeah. The Isaiah Thomas thing for sure. Just ruined like any Celtics and, 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 and any sort of loyalty situation was ruined by the Isaiah Thomas thing, because the guy who gave his heart, soul, body, everything for that team. um, And just was just incredible, just an absolutely incredible player for them. Um, It's almost like they were cursed after that that trade after that deal was, was done. So um, there's a lot of bad juju going on with the Boston Celtics. I'm not sure how you fix it. You have some very Jason Tatum is a bona fide superstar. Maybe they should walk around the court and burn Sage. (laughs) While they, while they also go put a headstone on, on Mr. Celtic, (laughs) Mr. Leprechaun. (laughs) Oh my God. That is the dumbest shit ever. Oh my god! What a, like the whole like don't step on lucky like that's so dumb. Here's a news flash: people step on lucky all the time because it's called a game of basketball and it's a basketball court. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how it works. Is when you run up and down a basketball court. But whatever, you know, they're like, well, I mean, Ky- Kyrie did this, this, and it's like you know the whole Kevin Garnett thing where he's like, you know, don't let people step on that. I'm like, shut the hell up, like. You're not relevant anymore, Kevin Garnett. Get out. Yeah, you just went to the Hall of Fame. Congratulations. You're great. I love I love You're awesome. Career, it's but... over. It's over. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. I um I I between that, um, a lot of the, you know, the allegations that the fans, the fan base is racist. There was just so much that's gone on in just the last week and a half with the Celtics, and so much that it has driven Danny Ainge to leave. <laughs> yeah, I guess they were saying that like Here's the other thing I was cracking up, but the report for Brad Stevens was like, well, he was really burnt out coaching in the bubble. And I'm like, so the guy that was burnt out is now going to be your president of basketball operations. Absolutely. That's another thing. Like, like yeah. he's burnt out there and then he's going to take the job where, which is even more high stress in the grand, grand scheme of things. Yeah. Apparently. I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I it just, it seems like an odd fit to me. Um, Period. I, I just, I don't know what to think. And if Jason Kidd ends up coaching this team, I. It would I just, just be hilarious. It would be hilarious, but like, I don't want, like, that's not the kind of hilarious with Celtics stuff that I like to laugh at. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's uh, I don't know. It's a weird situation. I mean, this is almost as weird as magic Johnson stepping down randomly <laughs> in a presser a couple years, years ago. Like, it's just odd. It's just really odd. The Celtics. By odd, you mean awesome, obviously. Awesome, yeah. It's. I, I just feel like this this organization has a lot of soul searching to do, and I, I don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna do to get themselves over the hump. It's. Uh, it's. It's been a very puzzling day in in Boston. Yeah, I agree. Um. So I guess some other basketball news today is that Coach K, I guess, announced that he is going to be retiring at the end of the year, and they have already announced his predecessor. I mean, um, not predecessor, that's not the word, but the person who's going to be taking over. Um, and I don't care. (laughs) 
That's it. You don't care. You know, like, I guess he had this whole thing about, uh, well, last year, you know, like Duke wasn't very good. Um, and like, he went after that, like student, like reporter who asked him a question. It was like, what's your major kid? Like, you know, focus on that and all this bullshit. And he's been like, just kind of like the old man and he hasn't been doing team USA anymore. So like, yeah, you know, obviously one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time. Um, I look forward to the fact that this year when the bracket comes out, Duke will for sure have the easiest road to the NCAA tournament for one last dance for coach K. Uh, they'll be playing like rant, like being Hampton university and, <laughs> you know, they'll probably play the number two seed will probably be, you know, Cleveland state. And those make sure that Duke gets to the championship because they have to coach K has to win one more before he leaves. Whatever. Yeah. No, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, so was it John Shayer is taking over for him? Yeah, John Shayer. He was, yeah. and he's there. He was their leader recruiter who ended up pulling Tatum and and Williamson to the team. So um, we'll see how he does. Uh, I know Duke is one of those those teams that I feel like if you're not a fan of Duke, you hate Duke. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, really hate them, but I don't like them either. But they, yeah, they've, like I mean, I. As, as a Chicago Bulls fan for many years, we had a lot of Duke players, especially in the, the early 2000s. You know, the, there was a lot of great players that he's he's pushed out over the years. Um, that oh, I've been for thankful sure. to have. Um, he's, run, he's run an excellent, you know, basketball program. He may be the GOAT college coach uh, in the grand scheme of things when we look back and, and say it. But I feel like this is just going to be like a sad limp to the end. Yeah, I him. agree. Like when Roy Williams retired from North Carolina, I was actually pretty bummed. And, but like this, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and Roy, and Roy just retired. He wasn't like, I'm going to play, do one more season and then we're no. done. He didn't you do know. the Derek Jeter farewell tour of like, yeah. Yeah. We didn't I have just, to do that here. I don't, I don't know if I was a, you know, if I was a player, I I don't know if I would, or a coach, I would want to do that. I think I might just, I think I'd go maybe the Roy Williams route and just say, you know what, I'm, I'm out. That's it. We're done. You know, you don't, you don't have to go out. There's so much added pressure when you go out and and say it's going to be your last year. It's like, why? I don't know. I just, I have mixed feelings about that. So Um, other news though, the whole entire NBA is injured. (laughs) yeah yeah so we're especially and we're we're getting into players that played in the playoffs last year that had extra long seasons that uh, then we had a small break uh, before this season started uh anthony davis obviously uh biggest name on this list um he's having a he has a groin injury um which they're, they're saying it's something that also started with a uh a problem with his leg as well so um or like a, a knee extension or something or leg extension, something like that, where he ended up, uh, this is, this is kind of a result of that. So I, I have a feeling he's not going to play in the next game. Um, he better for their sake, because otherwise they're done. You and... don't, you don't think LeBron has like a LeBron game to get them to the next game. And maybe Davis comes back at that point. Maybe, um, you know, that game is in Los Angeles, so it's possible. Okay. And, you know, it's obviously hard to bet against LeBron, but I'll be realistic, man. Like 
I really am at the point where I want this Laker team to not play anymore. I, I, I love you and I love, I love Tim, the realistic LeBron fan. This team is not fun to watch. Thing. Uh, when you, when you fall into this, <laughs> it's just brutal. It's not fun to watch. Like I just, I want right. them to be put out of their misery. Like if they win, I'll keep rooting for them. Sure. But like, I, <laughs> Kind of just hope the Suns take them out tomorrow. I hope they end it. You just want like the just like put them out of their misery. We're done. Straight old yeller style. Just take them out. Old yeller style. All right, that's that's pretty good, Tim. I like that. <laughs> yeah, because no one's enjoying the Lakers right now. Like, especially people, not you. People that hate the Lakers aren't even like this. Isn't this is fun watching them get beat? But this isn't like. I mean, they lost by 30 points last night. I mean, it's it's absolutely wild to think. And the losses have been bad, you know? It's yeah, like, they have you been. know, the losses have been bad. I mean, you look at the stats last night. LeBron had 24, 5, and 7. That's not enough. <laughs> That's not enough. How when is that not enough? It's so, shocking. Like, like it, but it's not. It's not enough. You, you look at that. It's like, oh, you see all these other monster numbers. That I mean, you look at Damian Lillard's game last night. And what he had, and they right. went into two overtimes, and that wasn't enough. So, you know, I mean, some of these teams, they're just hungrier. I mean, you look at Devin Booker. Get, let, let's just go ahead and say this. A player Suns are that, awesome. Cameron Payne had 16 points in an NBA playoff game. I just want to go ahead and say that right here and there. A yeah. guy, a guy who people swear shouldn't have been in the league two years ago. He wasn't an NBA talent at all. He should not have been in the league. And he is scoring 16 points. He is scoring 16 points, but someone, you know, from the Lakers, you know, a, a, you know, someone who may be considered to be like, you know, a better player is not, you know, scoring that. So Dennis Schroeder turning down 80 million and scoring no points in a playoff game is pretty fascinating. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty fascinating. Thank you. So uh, Lakers are in are in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need a miracle. Big um, trouble need, in Little Los they, Angeles. Yes, there you go. I like it. I like it. John Carpenter reference. Mm-hmm. Um, they need a miracle. Like I said, they LeBron needs to buy them a, another. He needs to tie the series and buy them a game seven and hope and pray that Anthony Davis can come back and give it his all. But it's like what's that going to do in the next round? Yeah. What is the next round? Is that... I, I don't even have no top of my head. Oh man. Here we go. So there's a seven seats. So they're at the lower bracket of the bracket. So if they somehow pull off one of these games and the conference semis up play either Portland or Denver and Denver's up three games to two. Yes. That's a good series. That is a good that's, series. That's that is a good series. You know, they're they're especially for a team who's lost their uh their second best player in Jamal Murray. So um and those are both teams that are very hungry. I wouldn't want to go against either of those teams. Um in this, you know, I feel like the only team that I would maybe want to go up against in this bracket, if it, if they were able and they're they're not gonna obviously they're not gonna play them as Memphis. Like I feel like they may match up a little bit better with them, but anything else, it's going to be a very, very hard road for LeBron to get to the finals this year. And I, I don't know, man, I feel like there's a lot of blown opportunities and I feel like, and, and, you know, the, 
NBA conspiracy theorist in me thinks that LeBron may have been better sooner than he let on so he could get some rest. And I think it cost them seating. So it very, um, yeah, it very well could have. Um, that's just, that's just the way I feel. I, I don't know. Um, but that that's going on. And then the number one seed in Philly last night, um, Joel Embiid has a slight meniscus tear. Um, don't know how they, they're listing him as day to day. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the box score for that game right now, and they have Ben Simmons listed at center. Well, he is 6'10". Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's definitely a possibility. So, um, it's, uh, it's been that that's going to be, that's going to be an interesting one going on to the next series too, because uh, now you got New York or Atlanta, um, Atlanta, it's going to be Atlanta. So we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, you got that coming up. Philly can still maybe limp in through that or, you know, who knows, man, maybe, maybe Atlanta can shock the world in the, in, in that one and, and make it onto the conference finals or something. That'd be crazy. You never know though. Yeah, if they do, then Nate McMillan should get like a lifetime contract. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the two series that that went by really quick. Obviously, uh, Boston's out now. Brooklyn is in, um, which we we knew was going to happen. And Milwaukee just wiped the floor with Miami, which I didn't necessarily see happening at all. Um, I feel like Milwaukee is super locked in right now they are and this next series is going to be uh really really something yeah i agree i think that this series is going to be awesome honestly um i don't necessarily know if milwaukee will win but i do think that they're going to give brooklyn a hell of a fight um yeah i think you know obviously you're gonna have Giannis on kd that's gonna be huge um you know drew holiday guarding Harden or kyrie that's big for them. And then Chris Middleton kind of being like your X factor guy as well. Oh, Middleton uh, also a good defender. Yeah, so, um, exactly. They, I, I feel like it's going to be a very, very interesting matchup for them. Um, uh, Milwaukee, I feel like is hungrier than they've ever been. I think mm-hmm. that last series just proved it. Like they're like, just get the hell out of the way. Uh, we just well, say, uh, we don't play with our food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. I love that. That is great. That is great. You got to throw some shade. You got to throw some shade on a team that, that beat you last year. So, <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm very excited to see that series. Um, one of the most compelling ones right now, uh, the Clippers in Dallas um, tied two two. Um, uh, the other day when, when you were out uh, and I had the shot callers guys on, we talked how in trouble the Clippers were. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, here we, just... here, and here we are here we're, we're back to that so um i'm i'm very interested to see what's going to happen with that see how real the clippers are or if they're going to roll over and dallas is going to you know um upset them um i think that's going to be kind of an an interesting uh an interesting outcome either way yeah i agree i think uh i do think the clippers are going to win it um i did pick them you know the last episode i did uh, to say that I think that they were going to win the title. I do unfortunately think it'll be a Clippers Nets finals and that is miserable, but um, I think that's what we're heading towards. 
and i feel i feel like that's gonna be bad for viewers yeah i, I don't just, think people are gonna care about a non-lebron versus kd finals i i completely agree with you i completely agree it would have been so much more fun just to see the warriors in, in one of these you know i know these slots so it's it was very, i was kind of bummed that they weren't in here um after uh it seems like Memphis is kind of worn down. I feel like Utah is out there performing like the number one seed they are right now. Yeah. Um, I think that series, I, I'm the series that's going to come up, whether they play, if we're, if we're assuming that LA is going to win that series, I think Utah and LA is going to be a fantastic one. That will be um, good. I'm very, very interested to see that. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like none of us, people that you know have covered the nba this year uh the media the fans anyone outside of utah has just kind of shit on the jazz this year even though they were the number one seat and it's it's really unfair for all of us they're they've played very very well and um we're just i none of us are taking them seriously yeah i completely agree with you and i think that that's kind of been the case for a while now uh with utah for like i don't know since 98 maybe yeah we, we haven't we, we didn't take him i didn't take him seriously in 98 no i didn't either <laughs> i was like if the pacers win this they're gonna run them they're gonna run the jazz out of the gym i mean let's too. let's let's be honest let's be honest the 1998 eastern conference finals were really the nba finals it went seven games yeah i agree so, they for sure so were. let's let's be honest with that um also uh Denver and Portland. Um, Denver won last night a two a, a two overtime thriller over Portland after um, I believe Damian Lillard uh, broke the record for most threes in a in a playoff game. I think he had twelve or thirteen threes. Um, just absolutely crazy. And I feel like every year we get one of these performances uh, by Dame Lillard. I don't know if it's going to be enough though. He's one of those guys that. Um, yeah, every- if he had any help yesterday, just any just anyone <laughs> exactly exactly and that is the problem with this team what what does damian lillard have to do, what, do you to... Think, Shaq? what Shaq just jumped on me my dog oh okay i thought you were actually talking about the basketball player former basketball player <laughs> um i just I, I i don't know where the portland trailblazers go if if they go out again this year because this is just the same kind of thing that happens every year so um yeah i think you're that's probably the end of terry stotts you think so you think yeah. Stotts is over with i just think they're at the point now where if he can't continue like and let me wrong like it's not like their roster is great um you know mccollum was really good before he got hurt this year I, he stepped out of bounds last last night like in a very important situation obviously so that really kind of didn't help them um yeah. and then you kind of look at those situations too where they are just kind of going all over the place um and so i really kind of feel like this is just kind of the time you know i don't know what more they can do um Nurkic obviously and you can't turn those guys aren't really kind of stopping Jokic, but i don't think anyone is this year honestly so i don't know man it's a kind of a little bit of a, a little up in the air so it is. It, I, I think so too. And, and, you know, going back to the, the original series we were talking about, obviously the LA Lakers and, and the Phoenix Suns, um, Phoenix is another intriguing team in this um, right now as well. Um, and they're, they're playing very well. I mean, I, I don't, I feel like we're, we're really kind of shitting on the Lakers more than we're giving the Phoenix Suns any credit oh, at all. Absolutely. If the Suns do pull this off, 
which I do think they will, they are the team I will root for the rest of the playoffs because they are fun, they're exciting, they're young, and they have Chris Paul, who I think is just probably the most underrated basketball player ever at this point. Um, and, you know, he's going to be first ballot Hall of Famer and all this stuff. So, Okay, so so I'm just going to go ahead and, and, just, and just ask you this. So let's say Phoenix gets through the Lakers. They make it. Let's say they make it to the NBA Finals. Let's just say that. Let's throw it out there. If the Phoenix Suns make it to the NBA Finals, will you be purchasing an Anthony Hardaway throwback Phoenix Suns jersey this summer? Hmm. <laughs> Never thought about that. <laughs> I don't see you wearing a Booker. I'm not anti Devin Booker, but I know, but I don't see you wearing a Booker. Yeah, I don't know, man. If I uh, that sounds cool, right? Like the black, like classic Suns jersey. I feel if you're gonna go down, like, like I feel like if if the Lakers go down, you're gonna have like this like utmost respect for Phoenix, and you're not gonna know how to celebrate it at all unless you get a Penny Hardaway jersey, which makes no sense at all. But you will still do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be neat. It would be a cool jersey to have, but I don't know, man. Like. Uh, now that I'm married, I kind of got to like just like watch my money a little better. Um, <laughs> so, dear wife, I would <laughs> like to clear with you one size 44 champion throwback jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, that does sound cool. I would I would think about it. I would think okay. about it. Okay. okay. But that would probably be the cutoff. I can't get like a Knicks Penny Hardaway jersey because that's just weird. No, let's not. That's let's be serious. <laughs> let's be serious. Yeah. You'd get, a, you'd get a heat penny jersey before you got one on the Knicks. Yeah. For his like 12 games, he was there. Hey man, that last game he had, I think he scored like he was at like 16 and nine or something. So, <laughs> Hey, he was still, he was still balling. <laughs> you know? they, they brought Penny and Shaq back together for, 12 games 12 games yeah it was like when carmelo went back with the like played with the rockets yep oh man i already forgot about that yeah i always like laugh at like when we look back at like oh yeah that guy did play for that team we're gonna have a lot of those and like between like 2005 and 2021 we're just like yeah we're gonna have a ton of those yep yep so with everything said and done, do you have a bold prediction for this uh, this week uh, in terms of, of something you think is going to happen that is going to shake up the playoffs? Is it is it going to be the Clippers are going to win? I guess that's, that's bold. I don't know. Um, I would think that they're probably the favorites since they, they got home court back. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that they'll probably win it in six, you know. Um, so It'd be a heck of a comeback, right? Yeah, it'd be very impressive. And I think that you know, for guys like Paul George, like this is, I think if the Mavericks do win this series, which they're still in it, it's two, two, they play tonight as we're, you know, before we record, if the Mavs do pull this off, I think Paul George is traded. Oh, 100%. So for a guy who's so happy to be back home and he knows what's on the line, he knows that if this goes wrong, he's the scapegoat. I mean, I think if the Cavs had lost in 16, Kevin Love would have been traded. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been gone. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He should be I, traded I, now, but you know, oh, God, 
he's just gonna ride that out. He'll he'll be out of the league in three years. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I I completely agree with you on that. I think that um, he will be the scapegoat one hundred percent if they do it. I don't know where he goes after that. Um, um, for a guy that pushed the Heatles to the brink in the Eastern Conference Finals one year on his own, basically as a, a superstar in Indiana. Um, if you can't win with Kawhi Leonard, like, I don't. Yeah, there's, there's no winning at that point. I, there's no winning. Just hang it up, man. Just give up. Just yeah. give up. No, don't, don't give up, Paul George. We like you. So, mm-hmm. I want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see, yeah. I mean, I want to see Paul George, you know, do something better than he is. I don't like him on the Clippers, though. I don't like him on the, It was an exciting prospect to see him there. I thought they were going to be much scarier, but they're just, they've been lackluster. I mean, they're a great team, but there's just nothing about them that stands out to me or, you know, I don't think there's any longevity or dynasties there or anything like that. So um, there's just uh, and 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 to kind of sum up everything that's going on, I just this this NBA season has been long. Um, we've had a lot of injuries. Um, you know, Jamal Murray was another one that I thought was absolutely devastating this year. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys are tired. Um, we're just getting some fans back into the stadiums and the arenas and everything. And it's, um, I think, I think we're already just for a nice, like, uh, longer off season again, so we can kind of recharge and, and I don't know, build some excitement up for next year when we get some fans back in the buildings again, I think it'll be a much more, uh, entertaining season at that point, but everybody looks tired. I feel like LeBron's tired. Davis is hurt. Uh, you know, people are just checked out, man. Yeah, I agree. It's just in like, we're like that. I mean, we're never like this. It's just, I think like, I know I, you can, I can tell by your, your demeanor tonight that you are just like, whatever, man, Yeah. whatever. <laughs> just let's, let's just, let's just, let's just cut it. Yeah, I agree. All right, man. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, you know, like I said, glad to be back doing this again and recording and talking hoops. Uh, really curious to see how the playoffs goes. I'm really excited for this Milwaukee Brooklyn series. Curious to see how things turn out with the Lakers. I don't know. Maybe I'll do like a surprise pod after the show. I mean, after the game ends, at, you know, when they're eliminated, we'll see. Uh, so, Sean, thanks. Happy to be back. And uh, we'll move on from here. Have a good night, everyone.